Blog Talk Radio. is going on up in here. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. How you doing tonight, Kettle? I can't complain. How about yourself? I am fabulous. Well, that's uh, Papa Diddy need to pull it together. Is everything all right? Everything everything? Yeah, I'm getting there. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you're snoozing in the studio. <laughs> uh, well, we got a live lineup for you tonight. So, what do you say we get right to it? Why not? All right. What you got for us tonight, Kel? Well, we got a lot going on. Let's get into it. All right. A hot topic tonight. Michael Cohen says he's done lying for Trump. Really? <laughs> also, Trump names uh, Mulvaney acting chief of staff. Also, ex-frat president fined only $400 for alleged rape allowed uh, graduates allowed to graduate. Also, by hitting and quitted headlines, Uber invests millions to build flying taxis in France. That sounds like taxi. a that sounds like weird news. Say <laughs> that. Took the words out of my mouth. Also, Boy Scouts may declare bankruptcy. Obama honored with the um, RFK award. Uh, the Miss Universe announces an all-female judges. Wow. Woo, woo, woo. Uh-huh. And uh, Sesame Street steps up to the biggest issue kids face. Um, we're going to have um, some commentary by Mr. Papa Didi himself. What's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news tonight. Cockroaches are becoming big business in China. Oh, boy. Also, Hawaiian seals get eels stuck in their noses. And blue scorpion venom is popular pain medicine in Cuba. Also, I'm just saying with red wine, when does common sense kick in? Also, living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap-up. I'm going to talk about Pharrell, Robin Thicke, and Nancy Wilson. Also, um, my cocktail of the week is called the Hanky Panky. Okay. Mm. I'll kiss it, list and the last words. Hanky Panky. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be right back with the hot topic. What's your opinion? We want to know on the late night adult pajama party. Call us now on 914-803-4306 and tell us if you agree or disagree or if you don't care one way or the other. If you've been waiting all week to tell somebody what's on your mind, now is your chance. Dial 914-803-4306 and press 1 to speak with the pajama party live on the air. To listen to the show online, 
go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen banner on the top right. If you'd like to advertise your business with us, get in touch on www.apajamaparty.com. So call us now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We will get to you as quick as we can. Now, back to the Pajama Party Live. Hi, welcome back to the Pajama Party. One you who's Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Comment allez-vous, Papa? <laughs> you feeling good? Okay. Well, I'm going to jump into these hot topics. I'm going to talk about, I call him Eeyore. You remember Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh? Uh-huh. The donkey with the long ears. Eeyore, Eeyore. Like, oh, my. <laughs> That's what Michael Cohen reminds me of. Really? Eeyore. Yeah, he has those droopy eyes like Eeyore. Oh, he always okay. looks so sad and pitiful. <laughs> I said, That's Eeyore in disguise. But anyway, Michael Cohen says he is done. Done, done, and done. Done lying for 45. That's what he says. He says, I'm done lying for that man. He claims that Trump knew it was wrong to take that hush money payment during the 2016 election campaign to two women who allegedly had affairs with him. And Cohen, as you know, is Trump's former personal attorney and fixer. I don't know what else he fixed, but he was uh, this week sentenced to three years in prison for crimes involving campaign finance and lying to Congress. He made that claim in an interview with George Stephanopoulos uh, that aired early today. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went on to say, he was uh, Stephanopoulos said, he was trying to hide what you were doing, correct? And Cohen said, correct. And he knew it was wrong, and he said, yeah, of course, before adding that Trump concealed the payments to help him and the campaign Cohen said his cooperation with the special counsel, Robert Mueller's investigation, means he is no longer lying. So I guess now he's cooperating, he's going to tell the truth. He said that the special counsel said emphatically that the information that I give to them is credible and helpful, and there is a substantial amount of information that they possessed that corroborates the fact that I'm telling the truth. So that lets you know that Mueller already had some stuff, and now what Cohen is saying just corroborates, you know, what they already had found in their investigation. Mm-hmm. And then he went on to say, I'm done with the lying, and I'm done with being loyal to Donald Trump. And he says, I knew what I was doing was wrong. And he was referring to the hush money that was given to Karen McDougal and Stormy Daniels. Right. He said, I stood up before the world, and I accepted the responsibility for my actions, I gave loyalty to someone who truthfully does not deserve loyalty, referring to 45. Wow. He said, I'm angry at myself for the role that I took in all of this. So, of course, 45 is denying the affairs ever happened, which, you know, if they didn't happen, why are you paying hush money to the two women with whom you claim you never had an affair? Right on. If that's the case, let me get in line and say, oh, I had an affair with them too. Pay me. Right. I mean, this is crazy. So um, he repeatedly calls uh, the special counsel's investigation a witch hunt. That's 45. And he's blaming Cohen now for anything that was considered wrongdoing around these hush payments. 
He said it's all Cohen. Now, if 45 allegedly had the affair, how can Cohen be the one that's doing all the wrong? Cohen was trying to fix and clean up the mess that Trump made. But now you want to put everything back on him and say, I don't know what he's talking about. You know, he keeps talking about there's no collusion. Uh, you know, these are all alleged things. These women are lying. Oh, God. So, <laughs> I guess at this point, you know, Cohen said, I'm not lying for him. I'm not covering for him. I know that's he is lying. not worthy of my uh, loyalty. Mm-hmm. And I guess he said, you know, it's bad enough. I'm going to have to do three years. I'm not going down all the way down for this man. I don't blame him. That's that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going away for three years or something. Yeah, three years. Mm-hmm. In a related story, I did see something where a judge has ruled that Stormy Daniels mm-hmm. has to pay Trump uh, his legal fees. Really? Which was uh, anybody remember how much it was? Mm-hmm. It was it was a lot of money. Two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Like over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars or some stuff. Why? I don't know. You know what's going on, Papa Daddy, with that? Something about, you know, um, the way the case was pursued or something like that. It ended up where she had to pay his uh, fees. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. How I mean, that usually that. happens if you lose. You know, if you sue mm-hmm. somebody for whatever and, and by the time the chips all land... If you're on the losing side, you may end up having to pay that person's legal fees. Sounds like some hanky panky going on. Maybe it's and, has something to do with that. I don't know. Maybe yeah, the sister is a judge, right? Is it? Forty-five sister is a judge, from whatever. I didn't know that. Who, who knows? That's I crazy. wouldn't be surprised. But then too, I want another note. Her lawyer has gotten some trouble too. They claim that he has allegedly, oh, yeah. Michael, what's his name, Avenatti, something uh, like that. Supposed to have done something to his wife or something. Uh, yeah. But he also is allegedly uh, looking at the possibility of running for president. <laughs> Stormy's lawyer? Girl, don't make me spit out my jury. He's <laughs> serious. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to follow through with it, but he was, you know, talking about Possibly throwing his hat in the ring. Oh, MJ. I guess he figured, you know, Donald Trump can do, can do it. I can do it, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think that's his thing. Well, that's how Trump felt about Barack. If Barack can do it, he can do it. That was his motivation for becoming president. But at least he has something to, you know, to to back him. 45 ain't got shit at him. Just some business. I mean, he was a reality star, so I guess he figured this isn't any different. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. That's what he figured. I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's what's happening in that area. I guess that's a segue to the next uh, story. What you got, Papa? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. This guy's name is uh, Mulvaney. Yeah, what is it, Mulvaney? Mulvaney, one of them. Mulvaney is he's already acting chief of staff. His name is Mick Mulvaney. Sounds like he's fresh out of uh, Hoboken, New Jersey, with his name. Mm-hmm. Will become acting White House chief of staff at the end of the year. President Donald Trump announced in a tweet on Friday. 
He most recently <laughs> served as a, a tweet, man. Don't don't get on the microphone and have it tweeted. I never seen old, an old man use social media like he does. Anyway. Yeah, he wears it out. He most recently serves as the Office of Management and uh, Budget Director. While Movini was named as uh, an acting chief of staff, he was stepped down from his role as uh, OMB director, whatever that means. So. <laughs> That's the Office of Man. What is that? OMB? Office of uh, Management or something? No, I'm thinking personnel management. I don't know. I forgot what that is. Um, One of those government offices. Okay, Movini well, could lose the uh, acting part of his uh, title if things go well according to another senior administrative official so he could be official here soon Trump has been um, marinating on this ideal uh, throughout the day and ultimately decided to put the, pull the trigger because the uh, the speculation and, and bawling out of candidates have begun to uh, get out of hand as far as uh, People that wanted to be, people that didn't want to be, you know, it was, it was just getting crazy. So he's locking in on one thing in particular, you know. So, but it doesn't say really that how the fact that the original uh, chief of staff is out of there. I guess the man mm-hmm. just kind of had enough, basically. Yeah, I think Kelly so, had enough. Yeah, Kelly was just a fall guy for everything. And after a while, you just get tired of falling that damn sword, and that starts mm-hmm. to fucking hurt. <laughs> Yeah, but Trump uh, appointed Mulvaney to the position and the acting role about a week after uh, Vice President Mike Pence, Chief of uh, Staff Nick Ayers, declined Trump's offer to become Chief of Staff. Uh, it has uh, been witnesses that Ayers said, are you kidding me? I'm going to lay over here with old boy Pence, all right? Food oh, that Pence is man? The food is better, the oh, air is better. Boy. Everything is cool over here, you know? Mm-hmm. We're chilling. We like each other. Everything's all right. I'm not coming up to that circus or at the <laughs> White House. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. So he he is the, is he the chief, I mean, the other guy who didn't take the job? He's, he's the chief of staff for, for Pence. Pence. Pence has his uh, own staff chief. Okay. Boy, these jobs are really. Well, I wonder what does he do? Hmm? But anyway. He oversees all the people. I guess he keeps his schedule. Pence. Yeah, Pence's chief of staff. I guess he keeps Pence's schedule. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what does Pence do. <laughs> His job is keep. He sits back and smiles. That's what he does. He keep hair number 47 just perfect. Because he didn't do a daggone thing when he was talking up a day. Mm-mm. He sat back and smiled. That's yeah. what he did. Nancy Pelosi and the other Jack, uh, Jack somebody. He sat back and watched oh, the fireworks. That was so funny. Mm-hmm. So this guy Mulvaney is supposed to step in what at the end of the year? Yeah, end of the year. Mm-hmm. So how do you announce that you've got a new acting chief of staff if you haven't announced that you're getting rid of the existing one? Mm. No, he just fired him. He, you know, from what I heard, I thought he fired the man. I didn't hear that he had officially fired him. I heard that they had been butting heads and, you know. It was no more love between them and all of that. But unless I missed it, was there a formal announcement that Kelly was out? Well, I guess through the years, I mean, there was speculation. It was leaked. 
and things like that. But Kelly has been, like I said, falling on the sword for everything. He's always been trying to be cool. And he had to go through a situation with Amorosa. And, you know, he was just, he was just like. But I'm like, saying, where, when, was there an official word that John Kelly is either resigning or has been fired? Well, it was leaked. You know, once once it's a leak, it's a good leak. Yeah, I thought he said something on Twitter that he was getting rid of. Like I said, was there an official? <laughs> no, what's official? Not a tweet. Yeah, what's was official gonna... in the Trump administration? Uh, that, thank you. I mean, thank you, Papa. Yeah. Okay. So, so you, to answer to your question, no. Yeah, I guess I'm expecting adult behavior uh-huh. from a child. Yeah, he's no. Right okay. You know. That's the answer to your he question. No, 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 no. That's sad. Mm-hmm. All right. So Mulvaney, Mulvaney, what's his name? Mulvaney. Mulvaney. Mm-hmm. Fresh out of Hoboken. I'm a miss looking at John Kelly's face, <laughs> cause that man used to look as sour and pissed off as anyone I've ever seen. If you ever watched any of those meetings where Trump was there, sitting there with his arms crossed, looking like somebody stuffed him in that jacket, and people are talking. And Kelly would be sitting there sometimes, and Trump would say something really off the wall. And you can see the look on Kelly's face. <laughs> He'd be sitting there like, what the hell? Don't have a clue. Just crazy. I mean, it was comical to watch. He was like, don't watch Trump. Don't watch who he's talking to. Watch Kelly. John Kelly is comical. Because sometimes he would just do it like with his eyebrows. He'd be sitting there, and Trump would say something crazy, and his eyebrows would kind of go up like, Eyebrows oh, would tell the story, huh? Yeah, he'd be like, oh, boy. It'd be that kind of look. Or he would just kind of look down like, I ain't in it. <laughs> what else could he say or do? I Wait, guess nothing. Man. Well, if you guys got a story tonight Ooh. about 45, hit us up tonight, 914. 803-4306. And press one. Press one to get in the queue. Well, if you said to see John Kelly go, holla at your girl. Mm-hmm. We should give him a going away party. Okay. <laughs> go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Papa, you going to host a party? Mm-hmm. Going away party for John Kelly? Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. Kelly's just trying to go away quietly. Is that what it is? He finally got it out, and he's taking advantage of it. He said, let me out this in that house. I haven't seen, uh, talking about staffers, Widow Peaks lately. He's just been quietly in the night, huh? Yeah. Um, I guess he's laying real low because yeah. he's about to be gone. He be gone. Paul Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yep, you got it. Yeah, that's your boy, Papa D. Mm-hmm. Widow Peaks. Mm-hmm. Eddie Munster. Mm-hmm. And then I saw, um, HUD guy surface. I said, what? Where you been? Oh, somebody took the nails out of his coffin and him out in the daytime. <laughs> Come out of Ben Carson. Yeah. It might have been night. Maybe it was only oh, Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen him lately. Yeah, he, he came up recently, a couple of days ago. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get into this last story here on this hot topic. You finished, Papa? Yes. Sir. Okay. I had enough of that. Um, ex-frat president who was fined only $400 for alleged rape. There was no alleged rape. He did it. They are still able to graduate. Jacob Walter Anderson put him on the kisser list. Mm-hmm. A former Baylor University frat 
president who received a $400 fine and a zero, zero, hear what I'm saying, mm. jail time on Monday on charges related to rape has been banned from the current campus of uh, UT, University of Texas at Dallas, but he's going to still receive, receive his degree. So Anderson was expelled from Baylor uh, University after he was investigated for allegedly uh, drugging and repeatedly sexually assaulting a 19-year-old female student mm, mm. during a frat party in 2016. Really? Really, Dang people? It. So shortly after Anderson's controversial sentencing, students at the UT Dallas created a petition calling for the university to remove Anderson from the campus. So They shouldn't have had to. Anderson was originally indicted on four counts of sexual assault and faced two to 20 years in prison and a $10,000 fine. But it says, as of today, over 31,000 students had signed the petition urging, um, you know, the campus to um, expel him. Mm-hmm. So although Anderson is banned from the campus, so they did get that, Okay. Benson wrote that he will still receive his degree if he successfully, you know, um, you know get, go through the requirements. Mm-hmm. of the degree program. Um, but the victim's attorney said, um, I never, ever have seen such a sweetheart deal for a defendant like this. He said, it pays to be rich and white in McLennan County when you're charged with the crime. Okay. That's it. But check this out. The judge um, put him on the list, Strother. Mm, spell it for me. S-T-R-O. T-H-E-R, Strother, who is listed as a prominent alumni of Baylor University, has a history of approving lenient sentences for accused rapists. Wow. Multiple petitions have been created calling for Strother's resignation. Mm-hmm. So it's a new movement. Um, as of This morning, a, a CARE 2 petition calling for the judge's removal Um had received over 30,000 uh, signatures. So who knows? They might have some luck with that. But those two folks need to go and judge Strother. I mean, he shouldn't even be called a damn judge. Just Strother. How did he? I'm just wondering. I mean, you see stuff on TV for people trying to select or get get their case before a certain judge. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't even know how that works, but how do you? Oh, is it money? Yeah. Money talks, BS walk, Pop can tell you that. So you pay enough money. There you, you go. You can get before a judge? I mean, it sounds like they don't even have to buy the judge. Come on, you've seen it on TV. What you see on TV? Yeah. Sometimes. I'm just hoping that that's all fictional. Fictional, I mean. And sometimes uh, you can buy a jury, too. You can buy a jury off. I've seen that numbers times on, on TV. If it's true or not, but I'm quite sure they do it. But this guy, this judge, used to be a, a um, um, he's a Bell alumni. So it was a quote unquote boy. Oh, come on. You know, he could have been, what's that word? Recu- recu- recused. recused from the case. Yep, yep. But he got he him. He could have been recused and refused from that case. That's just how it goes. How in the world? Come on now. Did you know that, Papa D? That judge was an alumni of the school that this rapist attended. Let me take that back. Prominent alumni. Probably mm. mm-hmm. was in the same uh, fraternity. Probably. Well, when you say prominent, that means money. Yeah, that means rich. Yeah. 
So, you know. Did he check and see what fraternity he was in while in college? Oh, the same one old boy he was in. And the other guy now was president of this thing. So he probably been kissing this boy's ass for a long time. Oh, owed him a quote unquote, owed him a favor. That that that's how you pay the face. That's some that's some sick crap. Yep. Well, you guys got two hundred dollars. How did that find that they were originally hitting them with what two hundred thousand or something? Mm, it doesn't say in this article. Oh, I thought you mentioned that. Oh, I'm sorry. It could have been. Um, he could have faced up to twenty years in prison and a ten thousand dollar fine. Oh, ten thousand. So how many? Like you said, how the hell you come up with the four hundred dollars? Yeah, and that's, no jail time. That's just a slap on the wrist. Even if he said. A year in jail, he could have gotten six months as far as probation or something like that. But he no jail that. Well, they ended up reducing the charge to something I've never even heard of. It was something like uh, something like forcefully uh, restraining, something crazy like that. Really? They took the charge all the way down to forceful restraint. Something I never even heard of that. So it won't be probably be on on, on a permanent record. He's, he's no, it's going to be racist if he two years. So. Mm-hmm. But they did say that he would not have to be on the uh, sex offender registry. Yeah. This this judge did everything for him not to, you know, yeah, be out there. He's just going to disappear for a minute. He'll be back. Doing the same done. stuff, different done. day. I mean, but done with him and that judge. Four hundred dollars, really. He might as well should have said zero dollars. But how do they reduce the charge to like forceful restraint? He repeatedly he just answered your raped this woman, drugged her, and that's what you come up with? Forceful restraint? Yep, yep, yep. Well, you guys got any questions or comments what we're talking about? Hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press one. Press one to get in the queue. That's some hot stuff here. I just don't get it. I don't get it. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back with the hit it and quit it. Uh, Let's see what else. That's it? Mm-hmm. All right. And you can check us out at apajamaparty.com. Uh, make sure you hit the uh, cocktail of the week. we got a, an extensive library of cocktails and recipes. For you, so uh, check that out while we're on the break, and we'll be right back. It's the Friday night adult talk show, The Pajama Party, on Blog Talk Radio, produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Visit us online at www.apajamaparty.com, click the banner, and you can join us online, or call us right now at 914 803 The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and call us now, 914-803-4306, and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved up front just for you at the Pajama Party. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Now let's get back. To the pajama party crew and more of the pajama party. That better not be my robe. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of your Papa DJ, I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, you all right over there? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. I was in my own little groove. I though. bet you were. Don't be a hater. I ain't. It's time to hit him and quit him. Okay. 
Well, all right, you're going to hit one. Talk about hitting them and quitting them. All right. Uber, Uber, Uber. Go ahead, hit it, hit it. Uber is going to invest some millions of dollars because they want to start some flying taxis. Uh-oh. Well, wait a minute. We got a caller. Let me pick up the caller before you go into that. Go right ahead. Because I want to hear about these flying, I've never heard of some flying taxis. <laughs> hey, caller. Welcome to the Pajama Party Show. You are live. Go right ahead with your comment. Hello. Yeah. How y'all doing? How are we okay, I, I, I'm not going to get on y'all about 45. Y'all leave 45 alone. Mm. Okay. Uh, but I want to know is, I understand y'all have a kisser list. Y'all have a stupid or crazy list. We most certainly do. It is called the kiss it list. Well, well can you put Kanye West on it? <laughs> <laughs> I most certainly can. Okay. Does this have to do with Drake? What's going on with Kanye? No, this has something to do with he, he got a new friend now. Okay. A talking Other than tree. Wife? A, a talking, talking tree. tree. Yeah. He okay. was somewhere last week and he was, it's a talking tree. He was talking to the tree and the tree asked him, what was he famous for? And he oh, told Lord. him he was famous for. He said he got designer clothes out of something he's doing and some and some shoes, three fifty or something he calls shoes. So the tree said, "Do they come in tree size? Because I'm looking for a pair. I can't find them." Oh God! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm putting him on some kind of list. The man needs help. Okay. <laughs> I mean, where, where, he put this on Twitter or something. I, I, Yes, you can pull it out. You can pull it out. Oh my God! I they saw where he was having some kind of situation with Drake. Some I, yeah, don't, I didn't understand. It's a new tree. It's a talking tree. Okay. Well, we will okay. put him on the kiss it list for talking to a tree. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and where was the talking tree at? Here in United States? He went, he went somewhere, I think it was last week, he went somewhere and he talking to a tree. The tree talked back to him. Okay. That's All right. Said, huh? mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we got him on the list, and we will call him out when we get ready to run down everybody on the Kiss It list later on. Oh. Okay. Poor right, oh, Kanye. All right, thank you, Carla. Yeah, we gonna just put him on the kissing list. Okay. Yeah, All Kanye right. is far gone. Yeah, he yeah yeah poor baby. Okay. okay. Um, now what's going on with Uber and flying taxis? Uber and they going all the way to France to do it, baby. Okay. Uber wants to build flying taxis in France. The company announced this on Thursday that it plans to invest. $23.4 million in developing an all-electric vertical takeoff and landing aircraft in France over the next five years. It will open a new research and development center in, in Paris. Now, they, uh-huh. they go on to say, France is the perfect home for our next step forward with its strong history of research and development. Okay. World-class engineers and a unique role in aviation and worldwide. Oh, so vertical takeoff, that's like a helicopter. It goes straight up. It doesn't have to go like a runway mm-hmm. horizontally. Vertical means it just goes straight up. Thank you. Thank you, Red Wine, for explaining that. 
Appreciate wow. it. Wow. Impressive. You want one? Uh, I'll watch. <laughs> I think I'll watch. Okay. Well, it goes on to say the company already has research and development offices in Pittsburgh, Toronto, and San Fran. Hmm. It will conduct research into airspace management, real-time communication networks, and energy storage and charging systems. Okay. Uber believes that investing in flying cars is essential to protect its business from being disturbed by aviation, disrupted by aviation. It wants to launch a flying car network by 2023. Wow. Okay. They're doing a lot. They're trying to make the Jetsons a real thing, huh? I guess so. Hmm. It says Uber, they've been working on this flying program since um, 2016, and NASA uh, NASA became a partner for the program a year later by developing air traffic management for a fleet of flying cars. Hmm. Damn. I wonder how much it's going to end up costing. Is this going to be another thing for only the elite? To be able to afford to say, I'm going to go get a flying Uber mm-hmm. so I can get across town faster. That's a good or is question. it going to be affordable for the average person? That's a good question. We're going to see. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, because these shuttles to the moon and all that stuff, they cost, in, what, $100,000 to get on a mm-hmm. plane to go to the moon or Mars or whatever they're doing. It's going to be interesting. I guess okay. it might be similar to um what's the the cars that um go off the um electricity whatever similar to that I mean the high like kind of the hybrid cars they're expensive but in the long run you save yeah but they stay on the ground yeah but I'm just saying you start talking about a whole new network of how they're going to put these things in the air. Right. That's gonna be interesting. That's a whole nother situation. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, we're gonna have a Jetson. I mean, what kind of license would you have to have to be able to drive a car that flies? Do you need an aviation license or do you need a driver's license? Interesting. Probably something in between. I don't know. What you think, Papa D? You think you need an aviation license, a pilot's license to drive a flying car? I just think the words the the um Jury's still out on that move. <laughs> I mean, a car, a car weighs almost like three tons. So what are you doing to get that car off the ground? It's going to be a lightweight car. I'm yeah, quite it's sure. It's got to be a different style yeah, it's, of car it's, altogether. It's, 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 it would have to be like a glider. Yeah, will you have enough confidence to get in a person, get it behind, get in the back seat with someone who's learning how to uh, take the car in the air and maneuverability? But, no. I mean, please. If you got one of those signs in the back window that says learners, or what they call a student, mm-hmm. student pilot, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. That's no. interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Okay. All right, well, let's keep it moving. Okay. Let's see. Um, what's up? Oh, the Boy Scouts. What's going on with the Boy Scouts? What do you got, Pop? Let's see here. Boy Scouts are facing a sexual abuse lawsuits. They may declare bankruptcy because of that. Wow, not the Boy Scouts. Mm, well, everybody is. Uh... Yeah. Anyway, the Boy Scouts of America is exploring a range of options to address its increasingly uh, shrinking financial situation. Those may include uh, declaring bankruptcy, 
with the uh, more than a century-old organization facing raising legal costs due to lawsuits over the handling of its uh, sexual abuse allegations that's been alleged against the uh, foundation for over 25 years. In a December 12th letter to employees released by the uh, nonprofit organization, Mike uh, Servish, uh, its uh, chief scout executive, uh, said the nonprofit is working with experts to explore all options available to keep the organization local and national programs running. All right, the Boy Scouts has uh, hired law firm uh, Seeley Austin to explore the uh, uh, current uh, Chapter 11 bankruptcy filing, which will stop them from having to pay out money at this time. That way they can say they're bankrupt and they, their money is under a stricter base and it's Chapter 11, which is mm-hmm. more of a corporate uh, bankruptcy, as opposed to your common um uh, Chapter 13 or your Chapter 7, they all have their different rules based on what you do and who you are, whether you have a line profit or whatever, you know, you go for that particular one. But people are still able to come after them for money, but money will be distributed best based on uh, how they see fit once their case is uh, looked over and whether it's approved or not or what have you. They still have a long way, long way to go. Boy Scouts have responsibility to... Uh, Fair compensation uh, to the victims who suffered the abuse during that time. So despite the bankruptcy, like I said earlier, they will still be obligated to pay out some type of uh, restitution for people that uh, have had these cases prior to the bankruptcy now. If anybody comes in lately saying they're abused and bankruptcy has already been filed, the boys got them to say, we broke. We got no damn money. And he's like, you too late. We We broke. So anyway, but if you file the if they file the case prior to the bankruptcy, then when it comes to um, the distribution of money, then they'll have to be included in some respect because they're listed as a as a creditor on that particular uh, docket for the Boy Scouts to pay. Wow. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it's Boy very Scouts may be falling down too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Something about those woods makes everybody horny, I guess. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. don't know. I'm not going out there. I ain't messing with them. Mm. Didn't they recently, or at some point, was it last year or something, didn't they start allowing girls mm. to be in the Boy Scouts? Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was a big it. fallout over that. And um, I know there was some, some big thing about um, them having... Um, openly gay scout troop leaders or something and mm-hmm. certain organizations who normally would sponsor them or or back them or something had pulled away so really they got they got a lot of issues going on nice. i think in their endeavor to be inclusive mm-hmm. they're they're losing part of you know their support right who's not with the inclusive movement right but i guess um I haven't heard any lawsuits on it, but I guess um, when they included girls or whatever in the club, that they were, I guess, were saying that it was um, what disc- discrimination. I guess. Yeah, some girl, some girl wanted to be in the Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. and there was a lawsuit, and 
you know, saying they're discriminating against girls. And mm-hmm. so I think they finally did start allowing girls, but... My thing is, um, don't the girls have Girl Scouts? Yeah, they do. You want to be in Girl Scouts, be a brownie and all this? She didn't want to do that. She wanted to do what the Boy Scouts did. I mean, they kind of do the same things, so to speak. At least I thought. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Look, if anybody knows the distinction between the girls and Boy Scouts besides the agenda, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Yeah. If you were a Girl Scout, a brownie, or a Boy Scout, or Cub Scout, or any other Scout... Right. Call us up. Yeah, tell us the distinction. I mean, yeah, I'm because thinking. if I recall, then on top of that, the Girl Scouts mm-hmm. were suing the Boy Scouts mm-hmm. because of them wanting to allow girls to be part of the organization. Because once you start allowing girls, mm-hmm. it's no longer the Boy Scouts anymore. Mm-hmm. They were talking about just being scouts. scouts. Right. And the Girl Scouts were saying basically like, well, you don't have a corner on the word Scouts. Right. So how are you going to do that and how are you going to allow girls? And I don't know. I, it looked like they were saying you were infringing on our area right. or territory. Or because something. if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but if anybody knows for sure, I think the Boy Scouts were first. And then the, I think they were. the Girl Scouts came later um, because of that fact. It was, quote, unquote, I guess, a Young, well, a young boys club, I guess. So mm-hmm. they said, okay, well, we're gonna do our Girl Scouts. We're right. Try, the know. girls wanted to have something. Right. And then after the, sometime after. Right. Then the Girl Scouts were formed. But I always thought it was part of the same organization. With right. Like two branches. Right. It was like the Scouts at the top, right. and then you had like a branch off of the Boy Scouts and a branch for the Girl Scouts. Right. Apparently, That's that is not, not the case. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, well, you know, the infiltration is always there. Just like K&G Men's Store. That used to be a men's store. Now the ladies and got up in there, and I can't even find nothing no more in there for trying to get through bras and blouses and okay. crap sequence belts and high heel shoes. So what's K&G, your point, Bob? What's K&G point? used to be a men's store. There's not a lot of men's store men's stores left where men can come in and, and be... Be men. Have some private time, you know, and pick up their got suits a club and things like that. All of a sudden, they always got to bring the chicks do. up in there. And, and you know, chicks? just, um, you know. Are we talking livestock? And they bring in all this stuff that, that the ladies have to I've wear seen on top or underneath what they're wearing, all this unnecessary stuff. Well, look, stuff. if Papa has a problem, he needs to go you to the men's warehouse there. I mean, I'm just saying. There you go. We'll start a women's warehouse. And you ever seen how sloppy ladies <laughs> are when it comes to about them? that. The aisles that you walk down over Kanji. Oh, now the it's the women side. doing all this? Go over to the ladies' side of the, of the you know store. What? This is the hit it and quit no, no, it. No, no, peep this here. Go over to the ladies' side of the store in Kanji. Mm-hmm. You walk through the aisles. The ladies, when they try stuff on, pull stuff off the rack, they're a mess. An absolute mess. You know? And the store used to be Kanji's men's store. Well, you must not have seen the mess. As soon as you bring the ladies department. in, there's pocketbooks hanging everywhere, there's crap, oh, there's shoes on the floor. I have dropped in, in the, the men's shower. department. I mean, Stuff so, is out of place. You're looking for a certain size. You weren't supposed to be in there from the beginning. Go, I'm looking Kanji for someone else store. for a man. Mm-hmm. If I'm trying what. to find a shirt for Pierre and I'm looking in a certain size area, why am I finding all these other sizes that don't belong in that area? Well, let me say it's this. because it's a mess, I, and that wasn't women doing that. I could be wrong, but I think K and G Men's Mart became women's clothes because 
They were suffering in sales, maybe, uh, uh, and they needed uh, something to boost the no, sales, which is always the women we that helped there. boost uh, the sales of the establishment. They nosy about what was going on in there. So if y'all want to powwow, y'all can go meet on the corner somewhere. Mm-hmm. But you can't be taken up it anyway. I, I, I got some good news okay. I want to share. Come on. I've got President Barack Obama was honored Wednesday night with the RFK Human Rights Ripple of Hope Award at a gala, a gala in New York City. Yes, President Obama. Yes, still our president. Yes, president for life. Tell forty-five. <laughs> As Bobby Kennedy taught us, the thing about hope is that it travels through space and time, first splashing against the rocks, but eventually breaking down the walls of cruelty and injustice. That's what Obama said Wednesday night. And he said, if we do our best with the time we're given, others will take hope in our example. Discovery CEO David Zaslav and Humana CEO Bruce Broussard and New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy were also honored with this year's Ripple of Hope Award. Carrie Kennedy, the organization's president and daughter of Robert Kennedy, presented our President for Life 44 with the award and others who have demonstrated a commitment to social change. We know 45 will never qualify for that award. Just saying. Uh, Obama went on to say that Bobby Kennedy was one of his heroes, and he said that he was someone who showed us the power of acting on our ideals, the idea that any of us can be one of the million different centers of energy and daring that ultimately to combine to change the world for the better. And this year marks the 50th anniversary of the Organization for uh, Human Rights, the RFK Human Rights uh, founding and Kennedy's historic campaign for the White House. And uh, just so you know, previous winners of this award have included Hillary and Bill Clinton, Joe Biden, Al Gore, John Lewis, Robert De Niro, Taylor Swift, and George Clooney. Interesting wow. mix of people. Interesting, yeah. You know, first I looked at that, I thought it said George Clinton. Ah. All right, P. Funk. And then I read it again, I said, oh, George Clooney. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, shout out to uh, President Obama and the that. other recipients from Humana and uh, Governor Phil Murray and Discovery. Okay. Very nice. It was. Very nice. Still a president for life, as you say. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What else is happening? Talking about women, Papa. Chicks. <laughs> Miss Universe go. announces all its judges this year will be women. Oh, That'll be interesting. Uh, the Miss Universe organization announced on Wednesday that for the first time in its history, its upcoming competition will have an all-women panel of judges to determine the winner of the iconic pageant. The women on the panel will comprise of entrepreneurs, business leaders, and industry experts, um, which added uh, that some of them will also be former Miss Universe title holders. Interesting. This new format will allow our selection committee to really get to know each of the contestants in the coming days. Mm, I might actually watch it this year. Uh-huh. 
just want to see how this goes down. It says some of the women on this year's panel include UN Goodwill Ambassador and Miss Universe uh, 88, uh, Buea Simon, fashion designer Monique Lelore, and uh, entrepreneur Iman, oh boy, Obu. Oh, Iman? That's my girl. Oh, that's Iman? Okay. That's her last name? I don't know her last name. I just know Iman. And CEO of Platinum Skies Aviation, Rachel Singerson Michael. Okay. Hell of five names. All right. Okay. But um, they said earlier this year this, uh, the separate uh, Miss America pageant announced that it was scrapping its iconic swimwear competition and would no longer judge contestants based on physical appearance. This year's competition will air on a Fox on December 16th in Bangkok, Thailand. Interesting. Okay. So we're happy with this uh, decision? I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I'm straight. Good with it in what respect? I mean... Because we're women. That's, right, that's, so, what, so have men been taken out of the equation? Of, I uh, guess so, because I guess y'all of, too sexist. judgment. Sexist. Who, who, who maybe. said that? Well, maybe because that of all from? the past issues... And women are perfect. And, and because no, of the not me, at all. quote unquote Me Too movement, all these things. And the Me movements. Too movement represents what? Me Too. Me Too. Okay. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Well, oh, you know, I'm going to save this for well, what's popping segment. I'm, I'm, I'm going to okay. go in hard. Okay. Because okay. I got some Well, stuff then I'm going to talk about Sesame Street. <laughs> and you can save that one. Okay. Uh, Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know that Sesame Street debuted? In the late 1960s. With males and females, I take it, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. And, uh, uh, America's un- Americans understood that poverty was one of the biggest challenges facing families, and public energy to fight pover- poverty abounded in President Lyndon Johnson's Great Society initiatives and Martin Luther King Jr.'s Poor People's Campaign. The founders of the nonprofit company, Children's Television Workshop, tapped into this energy and created Sesame Street. I didn't know that that was their initial thing. I'm sorry, what was that again? They were they started Sesame Street in the 60s basically to deal with poverty and things that were facing a lot of families. Mm-hmm. So it was basically to serve as a tool to fight poverty. And now Sesame Street is bringing a new storyline that fits squarely into that same tradition. In America, an increasing number of young children are facing homelessness, and now they will see that part of themselves on Sesame Street. They got a new puppet, I'm sorry, Muppet, a new Muppet named Lily, who's a seven-year-old Muppet who joined the show actually in 2011. She and her family were originally described as food insecure. So now Lily is part of the usual gang with Elmo, Rosita, and the rest of them mm-hmm. in different videos and things to help preschoolers and caregivers cope with the issue of homelessness. Mm-hmm. Sesame Street is dealing with it. So now they got a homeless Muppet. Mm-hmm. And viewers and um are you know of course have come to know Sesame Street as a place that's you know always there with the usual characters that you see all the time, mm-hmm. but um, see they actually debuted in 1969, oh. and their 50th season will be next year. 
that they have been one of the most enduring institutions of American culture. Uh, The character Lily shares her hopes and fears, and as her neighbors learn of her struggles and remind her of their love, they demonstrate strategies for defining home, not as a specific location, but as the environment created by your family and community. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much about the physical place where you live, it's about the people who care about you and love you and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Interesting. So they're saying it'll be like, you know, continually woven, not beat you over the head with it, but right. woven into story various um, storylines, you know, that mm-hmm. continue on. So Interesting. Hey, bravo to Sesame Street. They're doing it. Yeah, I haven't seen any other animated type shows tackle that issue. So, mm-hmm. Sesame Street said we're not scared. I know that's right. Give them their props. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give them their props. All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick commercial break and come back with Papa Didi. He said he's holding something. So, okay. all I can tell you is hang on to your seat, hang on to your wig. It's probably going to be bumpy. And we'll be right back. This is the Pajama Party coming to you live. What's on your mind? Call us on 914-803-4306. Got an opinion? Or just want to say hello to the crew? Hello! You know what to do. Call 914-803-4306. If you just want to listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the banner in the upper right corner. But if you want to talk to the crew, you need to call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We'll get to your call as soon as possible. It's nothing but fun and a pillow fight every Friday night at the Pajama Party. And remember, PJs only, no clothes allowed. Now back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Bartender, another round for the house. Thank you, darling. And we're back. Welcome back. It's the Friday night edition of the Pajama Party Show. I am one of your hosts, Red Wine, and I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Papa Didi. What's going on? <laughs> and it is time for Papa Didi to carry on. <laughs> He's about to grace us with what's popping. He sure is. <laughs> so go ahead, Papa Didi. Round grace and all. Uh-uh. <laughs> He's getting wound up. Uh, uh, now I'm wound up already. Wind me up. <laughs> I'm wound up already. I just, uh, I just pulled the cork on uh, with uh, some new stuff I'm trying tonight. It's called Rare Breeds by Wild Turkey. Oh, gosh. All right. Should we open a window? It's, uh, <laughs> see, here we go with the insults. No, I'm going to go hard. It's about to get wild. I'm going to open a window. All right. This is 58.4% uh, alcohol by volume. Mm. So the master is 116 out, proof. Woo-hoo. All right. Oh, my. So Max when I get done drinking this, I'm going to smack the shiggity out of red wine and kettle. Oh, you know what I'm saying? All oh, right. You better put now, that bottle anyway, uh-huh. let's go on with this thing with the, uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's go hard again with the Me Too movement, which is designed and run by who? Sounds to me like a couple old battle acts that got together and feel like they're going to put together an organization that's not only the detectives, not only the police, not only the forensics people, they're not only the uh, 
medical thing, and they, they, they're clicking glasses, okay? <laughs> well, let, let me just say this here. Let me say this here. First of all, nobody has the jurisdiction under anybody. This is what law enforcement is for, not personal attacks, all right? Everybody in this world did did some crap to somebody else. Let he without sin cast the first stone. Give me a stone. All right? Mm-hmm. See, yeah, y'all can talk all the crap y'all want. But see, the female species ain't perfect by no stretch of the damn imagination. Okay? They the ones to start shit. Okay? Yeah, let's talk to the men, for example, for a minute. Okay? Now, men, you dress up, you look good, you're at an affair. All right? You're chilling. Everything is good. You paid your bills. You're chilling. You want to go out. You're jumping in a nice car. You're a single man. You're a nice bachelor. All right, now all of a sudden you're sitting at a club or you're sitting anywhere. All right, now across the bar, who's throwing damn Google eyes at who? Who starts with the damn Google eyes? It's a damn female with her little horny ass that wants to make the connection. (laughs) She wants to do a little... (laughs) 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 Oh, damn, damn, tap on her girl. Damn, look at this guy. Damn, he looks good. Don't even look good. All right, making the just. Then the man come over, follow suit. He just really smelling. It's just it's almost like when you're trying to catch a shark. I, I, hey, look, look. I, let me let me do my thing here. They over here distracted me. They playing marbles and jacks. I'm trying to do. Kettle's playing marbles and red wine's playing jacks. And I'm trying to do my commentary. Okay. And like I said, now the man comes over to them. Now, first of all, you pushing up on me. Why the hell am I coming over to you? That's a dumb thing we do from the beginning. If you pushed up on me, you try to get my attention at the damn bar, bring your ass over to me. Buy me a damn drink. Okay, see, we too easy on them. We take our mother's love and we just cater to these heathens that eventually are going to chop us up like meat and eat us with with hot sauce and, and whatever. But anyway, like I said, I'm not going to get off on a tangent with this. But I'm going to say this here, like I said before. Now, let's go to the pageants, for example. Now, the Miss American pageant, I mean, I'm sorry, not Miss Well, let's go Miss American first. Now, they stop at the bathing suits. Why? Isn't the full aspect of who and what you are? Hell, you're 20-something years old. Shit, shouldn't you have a little banging-ass body? Which, which you, I mean, hell, if I didn't want to see a bathing suit, then let's have Miss America passing for a bunch of fucking six-year-olds. These women are in their 20s. They should have a nice rack, a nice ass, a nice stomach. Damn, let me see it. Let it be part of it. I mean, when you go see male dancers dance, what you want them to do, wear a bunch of winter goddamn coats? I mean, come on. Come on. What do you, what do you want the Chippendales to wear? You want to go see the Chippendales trip down, you want to take a peep at their Johnson if you get the opportunity at a male exotic show. But when I go see Miss America, I got to watch a bunch of violin playing and, and how I'm going to save the world and what a, what a soy plant's going to do for my complexion. <laughs> I'm going to get out of a damn Miss America pageant? Is what a soy plant's going to do for my complexion? Really? Now, let's go to Miss Universe. Okay. Now, you want to take, uh, what, what were they doing with Miss Universe? They're, they're stopping the stuff with, with them. Uh, they got an all-female pageant. Now, what is this all-female? There again, a man can't have an opinion on the talent of a woman. 
Isn't this a male-female society when it comes to, hell, we all came here with a sperm cell swimming into the egg, okay? That's how we all got here. Now, now what people's preference are, that's your business. But in order to conceive life, the sperm cell has got to hit the damn egg. That's, that's what makes life. And what we choose to deal with or do or be or what have you, it's almost like you want to drive a, you know, a, a Hyundai or a Mercedes. It's up to you. But uh, ultimately, you got to go to motor vehicle and the insurance company to be legal to drive the two. Does that make sense? We all want cars, no matter what car you drive. But we have to go to motor vehicle and we got to go to insurance company in order to get behind the damn wheel. All right, now, all females judging the times. Uh, there's no that means that though there's no objective. And then, but but here's the thing on the Miss Universe contest. They didn't remove that buffoon Steve Harvey. He's still the damn judge, so you allowed the buffoon Mr. Harvey to stay in place. Okay? Oh, it was Steve Harvey. Well, didn't he mess up with who won the thing or read the wrong shit or whatever? But keep him. So it'll be women and buffoons running Miss Universe. Okay, that's cool. And let's, lastly, let's get back to the Me Too thing. Like I said before, I think I said this before, but I'll say it again. That's very adverse because there's one group that's left out of there. You're not going to tell me now. You got rid of Charlie Rose and you got rid of Matt Lowry, the guy from CBS, but the guy, the guy, the guy, the guy. Don't tell me females ain't fighting females, okay? And if the gay community is making comments about things, why are they excluded from the Me Too movement. Don't tell me a gay female ain't fighting another gay female. Don't tell me another gay female is not sexually abusing another gay female in the in the in the in the, in the uh, homosexual world. And the same with the males. Don't tell me a gay male is not sexually abusing another gay male, or what have you, whether it be at a club or first date or what have you. Don't tell me that. But that's not being mentioned. That's excluded. Just like when you say double standards. Every time somebody gets kicked out of something, it's a man, a man, a man, a man. I'm only speaking for the men. I'm not being sexist, whatever. I'm speaking for the men because I was born with a Johnson between my legs. That's why I'm speaking for the men. Somebody got to talk for us. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that at all. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Papa Didi's a this, he's that. Not at all. I'm very open-minded, very open-flavorful. Don't gay bash at all. But when I see stuff that's one-sided... Fucks with me, okay? We need men to help judge these contests, all right? We don't need to come in somewhere, infiltrate something, and then watch it go down, just like the Boy Scouts. That's been in effect for a long time. I'm not, I don't have, I wasn't a Boy Scout myself. I don't have the opinion on it either way. But now we got the Girl Scouts and the Brownies and then there's bankruptcy and everything else. Well, hell, when did it blow up? You know, and like I said, say what you want to say, throw darts at my ass, I don't care. Water balloons, eggs, don't matter. I'm just speaking my mind to say that all everybody in this world does what they do. People make the world go around like the stylistic sets. One monkey don't stop no show. Let he without sin cast the first stone. Let's stop backing ourselves into a wall thinking that long we got all these females judging this concert, it makes it great. Now we got this, this, this makes it great. I mean, I look at the NBC in the morning now. Now the different people are gone. Yeah, they got rid of it. What's the name? I agree with um, 
what's the gentleman's name? Uh, Matt Lauer, he wasn't number the hoe. But the thing with Charlie Rose, I don't know. These women were up in his apartment, whatever. He's a grown-ass man. And the, the court of public opinion is not supposed to take you out of business. I think they probably wanted to cut back on the money they were paying people, and that was the reason to do it. But like I said, Matt Lowry was a hoe. I saw that from day one, so okay. that's good. But the other dude, what's the other Hollywood guy that was fucking everybody? I didn't hear anything oh, on him yet. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Hell, Bill Cosby's in jail. Put his ass in jail. And see, then you got different. Now, Harvey Weinstein will hop, skip, and jump for 20 years. But you take you take Bill Cosby through a net over his ass. You know, you pinned him to the bed like he was a mental case. You just you trapped him up. I mean, you did a retrial. The trial came back in effect right away. Back right away. Boom, we're going to throw his ass in jail. But Weinstein and fucking thousand motherfuckers still walking the streets. Anyway, like I said, it's not fair. I'm only speaking on it. Call me what you want. But, you know, I'm free. If I was a slave, I've been a dead slave. I'm free. That's all I got. Well, all right. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with that turkey. Oh, flame <laughs> on. You got that turkey. You don't want to tell us about it. I didn't know anything about it. Oh. Is it good? Is all female judge panel good <laughs> on this well, universe? It, I don't it, think uh, so. It might be a horrendous mess, or it might turn out all right. I don't all know. All right. Okay. So who's I'm just saying, you didn't offer us any of but that. Let me ask you one question, though. Uh, I don't mean to take Is Miss Universe, are they still in bathing suits? I thought they got rid of the, the swimsuit competition. Why are we getting rid of this? Why are we getting rid of this? I don't know about they these things. They probably feel this racist. Too, I mean, not racist. A bathing suit? All right, so what are we going to wear in the beach? What are we going to wear in the beach for now? I heard that one of these what's competitions happen was to, what's doing gonna happen um, to the a, co- a costume representing your your country. Yeah, okay. I think they're trying to like ease out of the swim thing and. Why? Why? I don't I guess know. These women are in their twenties. I think they're just trying not to objectify these women. Oh my God, audience! Do y'all hear this talk? Do you maybe, hear this? Maybe I think that's do what you I'm not honest whether it's a good thing or bad. My opinion, I think it's a quote-unquote, change of the times because yeah, okay. of mm. the movements that we just yeah, talked okay. about. Yeah, okay, movements, yeah, those illegitimate movements that act like they got some clout. Okay. Do yourself a favor, America. If you want to preserve some clothes, build a cedar closet, okay? Don't throw no malt balls in there. That shit done got old and funky, all right? Build you a nice cedar closet and your clothes will be fine. Keep them there for five years and put them right on. That's what a cedar closet does. Don't try to do like this thing here with the Me Too movement, get 2,000 boxes of malt balls and just throw them around. Malt balls stink and they're funky. Anyway, let's move on. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Yes, (laughs) indeed. I'm free. If I was a slave, I'd been a dead slave. I'm so happy you're free. That's right. Speaking of malt balls, wild turkey is good. We'll go in the closet with the cockroaches. The weird news. Oh, God. Don't worry about it. I got to do one more thing. Oh, oh yeah, you want to toast? Okay. Why are you toasting? We toasting his free. Oh, because he's free. free. Toasting his free. All right. If I was a slave, I'd been a dead yeah, we slave. We got it, dead slave. Well, we're gonna talk to get into right. the weird news. Don't get me started. Cockroaches okay. are becoming big news in China. Oh gosh, must be eating them something. Oh. In the near pitch dark, you can hear them before you see them. Hell. Millions of cockroaches. 
Mm, skirtling and fluttering across stacks of wooden boards as they devour food scraps by the ton in a new form of urban waste disposal. Expanding Chinese cities are generating more food waste than they can accommodate in landfills. And the cockroaches could be a way to get rid of hills of food scraps providing nutritious food for livestock with the bugs eventually die and some say <laughs> cures for stomach illness and beauty treatments. Oh, you're making me want to just itch. Oh, boy, I guess you're not going to go to the outskirts of Jianan, capital of eastern uh, Shandong province. A billion cockroaches are being fed with a billion of kitchen waste a day, the equivalent uh, in weight to seven adult elephants. <sighs> The waste arrives before Somebody daybreak at the um, plant run by, um, I don't know, some technology company, agricultural technology company, where it is fed through pipes to cockroaches in their cells. Uh-uh. Oh, boy. Wait a minute. They're, they're feeding? So I, Go ahead. I'll, I'll wait for my question. A nationwide ban on using food waste as pigs feed due to Af- Africa. African swine fever outbreaks is also spurring the growth of the cockroach industry. Okay. So it says, they go on to say, the essence of cockroach is good for curing oral and peptic ulcers, skin wounds, and even stomach cancer. What is essence of cockroach? Uh, uh, uh. We have a moat filled with water and fish, he said. If the cockroaches escape, they will fall into the moat and the fish will eat them all. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, What is going on? What's your question, Rewind? First of all, can I just say I am utterly disgusted. Oh, my God. Second, I'm just trying to understand. So they have found a way to, like, keep all these roaches in one contained place. Guess so. And they're feeding them all this food waste, right? Because they're saying the landfills are too Field. full. Yeah. So all the stuff that comes from restaurants and whatnot, food garbage, etc. Right. They put it down. Did you say a tube? That's what it says. They put it down. Oh, so they're not like right there with the bugs. The bugs are somewhere, and they send it down a tube. Right. Like what? Like the banks do. <laughs> you go up to the ATM, they just send it like, shoo, oh, and they send boy. this food down there by the ton. That's what it says. And this has become big business? They've, they have fed through pipes to cockroaches in their cells. They keep them in cells? So oh, cockroach jail? Yep, some agricultural technology company. It's a plant. Mm-hmm. That's so disgusting. Yeah. Okay. That means there's too many damn people there. Are they eating too much food? Something. I don't know. Yeah. Ew. I thought that was a delicacy or something, but they're no, getting rid of weight. Well, I'm glad they're not eating them. Thank God. At least not that they're telling us. Mm-hmm. Well, while we're talking about creepy things and critters, this one is about blue scorpion venom. Mm. Is now a popular pain medicine in Cuba. Interesting. Uh, this particular guy, Pepe Casanas. Once a month for the last 10 years, this 78-year-old farmer, Cuban farmer, Pepe Casanas, has hunted hunted down a scorpion to sting himself with 
and he says that the venom wards off his rheumatism pains. Oh, Lord. I mean, what does that feel like when a scorpion stings? I thought that could kill you. But maybe this type doesn't. Mm -hmm. This is a blue scorpion. Right. I don't know about other kinds, but his natural remedy is no longer seen as unusual. Researchers in Cuba have found that the venom of the blue scorpion, which is native to Cuba, appears to have an anti-inflammatory and pain relief property, and it may be able to delay tumor growth in some cancer patients. Mm -hmm. So while some oncologists abroad are saying that more research is needed, to back up these claims, a Cuban pharmaceutical firm named Labiofam has been using scorpion venom since 2011 to manufacture a homeopathic medicine called Vitatox. Mm -hmm. They say that people in Cuba have been, uh, tens of thousands of people have been treated with Vitatox, which there it only cost a dollar a vial, but on the black market, and on uh it can cost like a hundred times more. Amazon is selling what's it called? Vita Vitatox. Mm -hmm. Amazon is selling it for a hundred and forty dollars. Wow. But in Cuba it's a dollar. Wow. So that tells you about that markup. Mm -hmm. So going back to Pepe Pepe. Pepe says, I put the scorpion wherever I feel pain. After squeezing it long enough it'll sting you. And he said it hurts for a while, but then it's calm and I don't have any more pain. Mm -hmm. He said sometimes he keeps a scorpion under his straw hat. He said the scorpion likes the shade and the humidity, and it just curls up and goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't think I would want a scorpion on my head. Alrighty then. So this laboratory, Labiofam, in southern Cuba... They have a bunch of workers and scrubs and, and hair nets, and they tend to, um, they take care of nearly 6,000 blue scorpions that are housed in plastic containers lined up on rows of metal racks. And every few days they feed them and give them water, mm -hmm. and once a month they apply an 18-volt electrical jolt to their tails using a handcrafted machine to trigger the release of a few drops of venom. Mm. What kind of magic? And where is this? This is in Cuba. Oh, my God. And then the venom is diluted with distilled water and shaken vigorously, which they believe activates the vital energy. That's too much. I'm wow. Too much. It says the scorpions are caught in the wild as workers believe that their venom, which they say is not dangerous, is not as potent when they're raised in captivity. You need a wild one mm. to get that real good venom. You raise them in captivity, I guess they chill out too much. Oh, and after two years of being exploited, they release the scorpions back into the wild. Mm -hmm. okay. I have never heard of any stuff like that before. You got me on that one. I'm I'm, I'm baffled. Yeah. I, mm. I'm still tripping off of Pepe keeping one under his hat. Mm -hmm. And whenever something hurts, he just takes it out and puts it where the pain is, squeeze it, until it finally stings him. Wow. I don't know. Must be something about the nervous system. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that's I, I think I'd have to be in pain before I'd be messing with a scorpion stinging me. Mm -hmm. But anyway, all right. What else you got, Papa? I got Hawaiian seals are getting eels stuck in their uh, noses. Okay, endangered seals are baffling a <laughs> conversation 
with unlikely uh, securements is getting eels stuck in their noses. As you know, that uh, a, a um, seal has a big ass nose, and a eel is skinny and slimy. So it it all works out, I guess. So. Oh boy! The uh, Honolulu-based Hawaiian monk seal research program, and they have an acronym, and it's called HM. SRP, which means the Hawaiian Monk Seal Research Program, which is subsidized from the government uh, based on preserving the seal population. All right. They usually use the seals. They originally use the seals in order to clear the boogers out of the nose of the of the of the seals. Apparently the seals get stuck after they after they what's getting stuck the seals or the eels the eels the eels eels are getting the boogers the eels are getting stuck in the nose of the seals okay the eels eels, that big you see how my stuff gets trampled on see or the eels I I know I'm going to be replaced because they replaced all the men from the Miss America pageant. (laughs) And, oh and the Miss Universe pageant, you know, we, I'm trying to what purpose do we serve on. anymore? I mean, you know, what, what is my what is my purpose <laughs> here in the world? Fun, no matter I can't what. even oh, I can't good. even go out. I can't socialize. Can you finish telling us about I can't push up on nobody. I can't get to know oh, nobody. Good. I steer somebody. I look at somebody's ass. I look at somebody's chest. And the first thing, oh, me too, moment. Take him down. Knock him down. Put handcuffs on his ass. Send him down. He's a fucking freak. He's a fucking pervert. Who are you? I am the fucking I run the me too movie. I am Sally Ann. I'm sixty eight years old. I don't give we're, a fuck about men. Right I am Sally Ann. I run the me too movie. Uh, I'm sixty nine years old. I don't give a fuck about sir. men. Sir. Men can kiss my ass. They can kiss my ass. Lock sir. them all up. Grandmother started the the women's movement. I'm following the tradition. Okay, can you finish telling us about the seal? Anyway, you? where was I? I don't know. All right. <laughs> All right, the, 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 uh, where was I? All right, the Honolulu-based Hawaiian Monk Seal Research Program, part of the United States Ooh. NOAA. Now, we can't get food to the hood, and we getting fucking shit Ooh. to seals in Hawaii. Boy, I tell you. NOAA fishery agencies uh, posted a photo on his Facebook page Monday that uh, showed a seal with a slippery, slimy eel stuck in his nose. Wow. So now we have to spend $8 million to get a professional uh, scuba diver people and people from the Jacques Cousteau organization to go down that area to uh, extract these eels from the seals' noses. Okay, we can't get what? we can't get milk and government cheese in the hood, mm-hmm. but we are gonna send a team to Hawaii to pull a fucking eel. Yep, yep, that's how it works. <laughs> that's how it works. Out of the nose of a seal, really, <laughs> really. Oh my we got God. people starving in North Philly. <laughs> we got people starving in Southeast DC. Mm-hmm. We got oh, people man. starving in Chicago. We can't get no help from your boy Carson on the HUD program to build affordable housing. But we could put a team together to go to Hawaii yep. and pull a damn eel out of a fucking field. Really? 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 Wow. 
okay. Okay. All right. Ooh. That's right. Massage my shoulders because I'm pissed. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, Lord. Get the hose. We spend money to down. get the eels out of a nose of a seal, and people are starving in North damn Philly. Kiss my ass with that bullshit. Okay. Anyway. Give us a call. Got any questions about anything we talked about? If you're trying to join the, the Papa Didi campaign to get some get some females oh, on the God. panel of a Miss Universe contest, if you're trying to join the Papa Didi campaign to get the Miss America women to show that damn baby suit, because we need to see that ass and we need to see that goddamn chest, because that's why we're here. Okay. And that's exactly why they did what they did. Um, All right. We're gonna keep moving. We're gonna mm. take a CC. Oh, yeah, it do We can take a quick break. Ooh, we, we need to hold Papa Didi down. He's yeah. fired up. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, I'm yeah, fired, you're fired up. up. No, no. When y'all stopping different stuff, y'all the ones that are fired up. Okay. Well, then when you're you putting a stop to organizational traditions, you're the ones that are fired up. Don't blame the fired up on the ones that speak on it. Blame on the ones that are doing the damage. Okay. okay? All right. Well, we're going to go and I'm crank just up. Forest, crank up I'm just the forest here. Y'all started to fire underneath my ass. All right. Y'all came and built well, the campfire. we're going to take a break and put all the I'm fire out. I'm just a out. tree in the fire. Yep. And then we're coming right I'm back. just a tree in the forest. All right. You're the I'm ones that, that build the campfire. Don't give, go give there. I'm about to cut a tree down. It's yeah. another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives. So send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever. Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. One of those Papa D. I mean, with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. All right, now where were we? Uh, we were at my segment of I'm Just Saying. Okay. I want to talk about um, a situation that occurred, um, I think it was this week. You know, I lose so I lose track of time. I don't know what's this week, last week, whatever. But this particular story, I found it disturbing. Did you see the story about the uh, young woman that was at the social services up in New York and the cops were oh, snatching yeah. the baby out of her arms and yeah, he didn't all that crap. stuff? He I mean, that, that whole thing was just... Yeah. It was beyond crazy. Yeah, I'll say my opinion when you finish. That yeah, cop well, did you know, not care, man. He was pulling that baby like he never loved a child in his life. It was, it was crazy. crazy. So man. you know, my topic tonight is when does common sense kick in? So if you didn't know what happened, when the cops yanked a one-year-old baby from the arms of her mother, 
while she was at the social service office, I had to wonder, at what point does common sense kick in? This mother was only 23, and this happened in New York City, as I said. Now, the incident was caught on video. It was like a a two-and-a-half-minute video that someone else captured that was there who couldn't believe what she was seeing. Uh, The young lady's name who captured the video is Nayasha Ferguson. Uh, She captured it on her cell phone at the Human Resources Administration office in Brooklyn. And she went on to say it was very troubling. And NYPD said in a statement on last Sunday that, you know, they're investigating and they're looking into it and all of that. But I'm just saying, at what point does common sense kick in? When you see something going on and these cops make the decision, like, this is how we're going to handle it. At some point, common sense should kick in and tell you, we don't need to do that. We need to do, you know, this. Don't do X, do Y. Because common sense is telling me, don't do X, do Y. But it seems like common sense doesn't seem to factor in. Now, this video, which has caused a public outcry since it began circulating on social media, shows three New York police officers restraining this woman, identified as 23-year-old Jasmine Headley, as they wrestled away her wailing one-year-old son, Darmon, during a struggle at the Human Resources office uh, in the uh, Bonham Hill neighborhood. And the chaos unfolded after Ms. Headley sat on the floor of the office's crowded waiting room with her son as she was waiting to try to get a child care voucher. And that's what she's saying. If she was in there for like four hours, standing with a one-year-old, that kid had to be heavy. And you're standing there with a one-year-old, and you know how those offices are crowded, it's loud, there's a lot going on. Come on. Nobody offered this woman a seat? That's my first thing. At what point does common sense kick in? Where was even decency that somebody could have gotten up and said, ma'am, do you want to sit down? You're standing there holding a one-year-old baby. Nobody could offer this woman a seat? What is wrong with people? So anyway, a security guard told her that she had to get up off the floor. You can't sit on the floor, according to the police statement, but she refused. So then the staff at the uh, Human Resources, they decide instead of using common sense, and asking, can somebody get up and give her a chair, or can we just pull a chair from out of the back room somewhere and give this woman a chair? What do they do? They go call 911. Why? Because the woman's sitting on the floor? She wasn't doing anything to anybody. She was sitting on the floor. But they called 911 and said due to her disorderly conduct toward others and that she was obstructing the hallway, well, if you had offered her a chair... She wouldn't have been so-called obstructing your hallway. According to this other guy, Scott uh, Henricker, director of policy at the Brooklyn Defender Services, who's representing Ms. Hadley, he said, now, she'd been waiting for four hours, nowhere to sit. That's why she was on the ground. And he said, so, I don't understand what the problem was. And I agree. At what point does common sense just kick in? Police officers came and ordered her to leave. And she's been waiting for four hours trying to get some services because she needed services for her and her son. 
Now, after four hours, you've been waiting in line to wait for your number to be called, and these cops come in and tell you, you got to go because you sat on the floor? For her to do what? Have to come back and start this process all over again? She said, heck no, I'm not leaving. So that's how the whole situation escalated. So then the, uh, the officers, instead of using common sense and trying to just have a rational conversation or just telling her, ma'am, you can't sit right here because you're blocking the hallway, it's a fire hazard, let us go find you a chair and we'll, you know, put you over here. But And, and that would have diffused the whole situation. But no, nah, y'all want to go manhandle the woman grab her, and when she wouldn't let go of the baby, now you want to start grabbing the baby. Now they go grab the baby, and they're literally doing tug of war trying to rip her one-year-old son out of her arms while she's sitting on the floor. Again, I ask you, at what point does common sense kick in? And that little small voice, why don't you hear that little voice in your head that says, this ain't right, let me not do this. I shouldn't be yanking a baby away from this woman because she's sitting on the floor. It's not like she threatened anybody. She had no weapons. She wasn't threatening to blow up anything. She was sitting on the floor for four hours because she was tired from standing there holding that baby for four hours. Are you kidding me? I'm just saying, at what point does common sense kick in? So, of course, when they tried to make her get up and try to pull her up and she refused, they went on and arrested her. She started yelling, saying, you're hurting my son. I mean, the whole thing was just ridiculous. I don't understand why this stuff keeps happening in 2018 America. I don't. Onlookers, you could hear people who saw the whole thing saying, you know, what's going on? Stop. Leave her alone. One person was yelling, she has an effing baby in her hands. Leave her alone. But the police continued trying to yank that baby away from her. So police charged her with several misdemeanor offenses, including resisting arrest, acting in a manner injurious to a child, and criminal trespass. Really? All because she was trying to get the help she needed. And now she's the criminal? This is red wine, and I'm just saying. (laughs) Common sense should have kicked in, and that whole situation should have never happened. Never. That's all I'm saying. Got to say no, I'm just going to hold off on that. I mean, it's just thing. ridiculous. That thing really pisses me off. Well, first of all, it's, I look at it as, as being so unfortunate. And like you said, I didn't realize the woman had been waiting for four hours. <clears throat> but somebody was saying, why don't she just put the baby in her lap, sit in a chair and put the baby in her lap? Don't know why. Because there were no chairs. Well, the baby was sitting in a chair, apparently, right? No, she was holding the baby all that time for all four that hours, time. standing up with a one-year-old. So she decides to sit on the floor. Yeah. So the security guard, I blame the security that was there. Mm-hmm. Apparently they could not handle the situation, so they decided they were going to call the cops. It's unfortunate that that had to happen because once you call the police, it's like all bets are off. It's unfortunate that they treat people as criminals first and then human beings because in their mind, they're criminals. Mm -hmm. 
And that's a sad analogy to make, but that's how they look at people. Then that security guard could have de-escalated the situation before she called the cops. Easily. She was probably not able to handle the situation. Let the lady sit on the floor then. She's not trespassing. You don't have proper things there for her to sit on. So she has no choice to sit on the floor. Exactly. How are you trespassing? If she was blocking a hallway, why didn't the security cop just say, ma'am, you're blocking this hallway. Um, I'm sorry we don't have any more chairs, but can you go sit over there and direct her to another area which would not have been blocking a passageway if that's what the real issue was. Right, but then, two, we are not the fly on the wall. We don't know what that woman said to that security guard. I don't give a rat what she said. Let me just say she could have cussed her out. And she could have done some other belligerent stuff. So the security guard said, F that, I'm going to call the cops. I don't care. It it, it just escalates to something that shouldn't have had to happen. Well, I'll say this, and then I'm going to switch over to Papa Didi for um, Living for the City. I will say this. When you're in the human services place where you're trying to apply for public assistance, food stamps, Medicare, whatever the case, you're going to deal with a lot of different attitudes. Sure. You're going to have people cuss you out for no reason, or sometimes they have a reason. But the thing is, you know what you're dealing with and what's going on. People are frustrated. Mm -hmm. People are desperate. Mm -hmm. People are in need. People are confused. People are scared. People are at their last, last wit. You know, this is my last hope. If I can't get help from here, I'm on the street with my kid, that kind of situation. Mm -hmm. So to me, when you know that's what you're dealing with in there, don't expect people to act. I don't want to say to act like they got good sense. You want Mm -hmm. people to still act like they have good sense. But when people snap off and pop off at you, it's like you know what you're dealing with. You got to know how to be able to handle it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If this security guard doesn't know how to deal with that, they need to get another job. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. But that's a whole nother story. Yeah. All right, Papa Didi, what's happening in uh, Living for the City? Well, if you have any calls or comments, you know, give us a call if you want to speak on uh, what's happening here. Call us up because we would love to engage the audience in what we're talking about. We don't want to just uh, be uh, objective to things without other input because we ain't scared of y'all. All right, so man. call up and, uh, you know. 914-803-4306. If your opinion is the exact opposite of mine, that's good. That'll be good conversation because I'd beat you down. Anyway. All right, anyway. You know, uh, Redwine, that what you said was very apropos to what I was going to cover in uh, Living for the City. I don't know if you ever heard the song Living for the City by Stevie Wonder, but Stevie Wonder's frustration runs high toward the end of the song and, and during the course of the song he does this here I'm going to do a little singing aspect just for one second this should show how C1 it feels during the end of his song Living for the Sympathy he has a part of his song he goes and he goes in and living just enough he's getting pissed off but he uses that particular chorus, and he raises his voice because his frustration is raising high. And Stevie has a way to put his frustration in music. So if you listen to Living for the City, when he breaks down into that part, 
before he goes into the high point of living just enough. He's he's frustrated with the whole situation. Now let's talk about the situation in Red Wine said for a minute. Now here's the key to this here. What they did with a young lady in that particular situation there, they did just like they do at what's called West Windsor. I'm going to put them on blast. West Windsor Township, which is in New Jersey, okay? Now, you got West Windsor and you got East Windsor, which means, now, if you're if you're in the New York area or if you're in the Trenton, New Jersey era or the New, uh, New York era, see, one thing about D.C., D.C. operates north and south. And as you come around the curve, around Philadelphia, Philadelphia is basically a curve. Once you come around the curve of Philadelphia, heading toward New York, now you're going east and west. So when you're speaking on New York and Jersey and all that stuff, you're east and west. When you come around the curve from Philadelphia Zoo, heading up toward Trenton, New Jersey, now you're going north and south. Okay, now I said all that to say that when you're going east and west, Going from, let's say, Trenton, New Jersey to New York, east and west, the the east, the west part of West Windsor is by Princeton, New Jersey. West means I'm closer to Trenton. East means I'm heading toward New York, because as you go New York, you're going east, like a flying carpet with a Middle Eastern motherfucker going east, like the Egypt, flying east, east. East to Egypt, east to New York, when you're leaving from Trenton, New Jersey, you're going east. Now, West Windsor is the west side. Now, these cops in West Windsor, New Jersey, when they pull black people over, the first thing you do is they check to see whether you got a warrant. And that's what happened in that place with the young lady that Red Wine was speaking on. They saw that she had a warrant. As soon as they went in there, instead of checking out the situation of her situation, they looked and saw she had a warrant on her. But one thing you need to understand about a female, if you have any kind of paternal instincts at all, when your child is one year old, that means you've been cultivating that child since it was a baby, since it was since it was born. And by the time he's one year old, you have just, that child is in your bosom. You know what I mean? You done been through the two-month-old, the four-month-old, the six-month-old, the eight-month-old. Now he's a year old. He's starting to talk. He's starting to walk. You're loving the shit out of your child at one years old. Let me say that again. You are loving the shit out of your child at one years old because you done been through the fucking diapers. He's finally starting to get off the diapers, starting to put on some pull-ups. You know what I mean? You done been through all that. But now here's some rookie-ass fucking cop going to come in. He ain't got no kids. He's a little, whatever, brand new cop trying to be impressive. Don't know his ass from a hole in the ground. Probably even had a, haven't even had his damn wet dream yet. Okay, so he don't know jack shit about nothing. Now, he's going to try to pull a child, a one-year-old child away from a mother that not only birthed this child, but been cultivating and wiping this child's ass for a whole year. And now you think you're going to pull this mother's love, the love of a mother and her child it's unfucking believable. And can no cop off the street? Hell, if I'm about to encounter a child, the first thing I'm gonna do is wash my hands, make sure I'm sanitary enough to for the for, for me to ask the mother of that child, can I hold your child? I went in and I washed my hands. Now I would like to hold your child. Or if I'm visiting a family member that has a brand new baby, I'm going to wash my hands first before I even handle the baby. But no, this fucking cop comes off the goddamn street out of his damn patrol car and puts his fucking dirty ass hands on her beautiful fucking child. 
Now he's going to try to rip her out of her hands. Now, she's been cultivating this baby for one year. Love, diapers, pampers, sickness, shots, everything a baby takes in a year's period. And you're going to try to pull out the mother's arms? You must be out of your fucking mind if you think she's going to release her beautiful baby at a year old. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? And you're a little 24-year-old rookie-ass cop throwing your ass from a fucking hole in the ground. You can't get no pussy on the side with your own 24-year-old ass, and you're going to fuck around and try to take a baby away from a child? Okay, now let's get off of that here and go on to something different. Now, you done, Now your own motivation is the fact that you heard on the radio that she got a warrant somewhere. Now, let me say on the back end that the district, district attorney dropped all charges. You know why the district attorney dropped all charges? He even got rid of the charges that she had. Because the district attorney said, no, you're not going to bring that bullshit to my office. You know why? And the district attorney, the assistant district attorney had the case, he had a fucking child himself. He had a one-year-old child himself. So he said, drop them charges. Because you shouldn't handle that person's baby like that at one years old. You know how much a mother loves her child at one years old? Man, he's, they're already they're about to walk. They're saying mama. They're saying dada. And they're about to get their first haircut. Look at the humanity aspect of it. But no, this little rookie-ass cop, 24, 25 years old, don't know shit about nothing. Then put on the thing. Susan Johnson has a warrant in Warren County for Baba. Oh, shit, you got a warrant. Oh, shit, you got a warrant. Or take her baby, we're taking her to jail. And you think gonna take the baby out of her hands. And this is what happened with but let me say one more thing before I go, because we're going show on the time. You got the audacity to talk about a person that was sitting on the floor waiting for something. How many people have been at airports when delays come up in airports? White folks drop to the fucking ground and sit on a goddamn floor as soon as the fucking plane is late. What are white folks doing in airports? Black folks, if the plane ain't leaving till the next day, what do we do? We go get a fucking hotel, don't we? Excuse my expression, put a dollar in the damn cookie jar. Okay? We get a hotel. We're going to be back tomorrow morning to get our flight at 9 a.m. the next morning. What do white folks do? They get their fucking kids. They get a blanket. They get their backpack, their fucking suitcase or whatever, and they camp out on the goddamn floor. How about that shit? But you don't say a fucking thing to them because that's who they are. So the stigma of black people, the stigma, the shit that's been, stigma means shit that's been shoved up your ass. Let's do the definition of stigma. That means shit that you had no control of that was shoved up your ass your whole life. We steal. We're lazy. We're fucked up. That's what stigma. People say, what does stigma mean? That means stupid shit, lies, and bullshit that's been shoved up your ass. That's a stigma. Okay, now, like we said, white folks will drop to their fucking knees, throw a blanket. They'll build like like kids build a little fucking camp in their beds. They'll build pogo sticks and broomsticks in the fucking airport. And nobody says shit to them. But this woman's sitting down waiting for her turn. I've been in Social Security. And, you know, I want to commend, I, I don't like, uh, not commend, excuse me, but the security guard, like Redwine said, I went to the Social Security office in Merlin, in Greenbelt, Merlin. It's a Social Security office. There's always a line going out the door. This little Spanish woman in there who was a security guard, she's about four feet tall, and she barely spoke English, but she was a security guard with a gun. She keeps that place so fucking organized when it comes to people going in and out. When people try to get Social Security or Social Security questions, that shit can get ugly. But this little 
this little security guard all by herself handles this shit. Let people come in. You want to use the bathroom. And I looked and said, wow, she's really running this shit. Not like the bullshit security guard at that fucking welfare place where the woman was. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this whole thing was wrong from the beginning. The person had no compassion for the baby. You know, the whole situation. But thank goodness and thank God for the district attorney that dropped all charges. Because you know what the district attorney said? Y'all not bringing that bullshit to my office. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they dropped all charges, so she's free now. And thank God, hopefully the baby wasn't bruised too much for the way that cop was pulling in that little fucking innocent yeah, child like crazy. they were. Anyway. All right, Pop. Anyway. You better preach. All right. Well, we're going to shift gears and go out to Hollywood. I got nothing else to add to that. You better preach. Yeah. All right, Kelly, what's happening in Hollywood? I'm going to make it short and sweet. <laughs> Love. Girl, yeah. we're going to take our offer. Go ahead. Woo-hoo. What you got for us? Pharrell Williams and Robin Thicke, they back in the news again. Oh, gosh. They got what? The, what? They, got, they rip off this. They oh. got to pay $5 million to the Marvin Gate estate. <laughs> he's, he's long gone. The estate lives on. A California court has ordered singers Pharrell Williams and Robin Thicke to pay $5 million to the family of Marvin Gaye for copyright infringement of Gaye's 77 work. They got to give it up. Ooh, they got to give it up. They hit blurred lines in 2013. They done made their money, made their money, made their money. Mm-hmm. They made $20 million off that damn record probably. If not more. Gaye's still making money. Mm-hmm. Yep, Gaye's family um, was also awarded interest on an earlier award that Good. wasn't immediately paid, Good. as well as 50% Good. royalties on bird lines mm-hmm. from now on. Ooh. The 2015 Thick and Williams were initially ordered to pay Gay's estate more than $7 million, but it was uh, reduced to 5.3. And now they got to pay 5.3 continue, continuously if they're going to continue to play bird lines. Mm. And they get what, 50%? You said? It says immediately paid as well as 50% royalties. Yep. Okay, now. The Ninth Court uh, District uh, of Appeals largely upheld the earlier verdict. However, it dropped penalties against T.I. for copyright infringement. So he's not involved in it. <laughs> T.I. got out of that mess. Dissenting Judge uh, Jacqueline Nijin criticized the decision at the time, saying it copyrighted a musical style and threatened the stifle of uh, creativity. It goes on to say, Gay's uh, widow, Jan, said the decision was a wonderful recognition of Marvin Gaye's creativity and the lasting value of the one of his greatest songs. I have to there agree. It was. It was. That song will still get you up. Look, they got to give it up. Yep. Woo. They got to give up 50%. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All all right, on a sad note, Grammy Award stylist, song stylist, Nancy Wilson, she has died. She was 81 years old. Aww. She retired back in 2011, and uh, she died of a long illness. Uh, they don't go into what uh, she was um, ill about. Um, she did live in California. Um, she was influenced by Donna Washington, Nat King Cole, and other stars. Um mm. It's covered everything from jazz standards, uh, 60s release, 1960 release, eight albums that reached the top uh, 20 Billboard's pop charts. Wilson also had a busy career on television, film, and radio. Her credits included Hawaii Five-0, 
police story, uh, the Robert Townsend spoof, uh, the Meteor Man. Um, she was in that. Mm-hmm. And years hosting the um, NPR's Jazz Profiles. I remember that. Um, she was um, including the Selma March in 65. She received an NAACP uh, Image Award in 98. Wilson was married twice. Uh, to drummer Kenny Dennis. Um, mm-hmm. She divorced in 70, and Wally Burton, who died in 2008. She has three children. Uh, in accordance to Williams' wishes, there will be no funeral service. Oh. A celebration of her life will be held mostly likely in February, the month of her birth. Okay. So That should be interesting. Maybe they'll do something like the Q85 or whatever. Oh, something yeah. Something like that, maybe. Something yeah, like that. I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. I might as well go ahead and finish the cocktail of the week. It's called the... Are you going to finish it? Might as well. All right. What you got for us? Oh, the hanky-panky. Ooh. A hanky-panky. Yep. This sultry oh, cocktail invented at London's uh, Savoy Hotel. Okay. Mm-hmm. It includes 1.5 ounces of gin. It's a lot of gin, but sounds good. 1.5 ounces of sweet vermouth, mm-hmm. two dashes of Fernet Branca, it's an Italian liqueur, mm-hmm. and garnished with an orange twist. And this is put into a cocktail uh, glass. So add all the ingredients um, in a mixing glass and fill with ice. Stir and strain into a chilled cocktail glass, garnished with an orange twist. So if you like rye whiskey drinks, you like Manhattan's, this is a great way for you to level up. Okay, now, level up, level up, level up, level up, level up. Oh, the hanky-panky. The hanky-panky. All right, thank you, Kevin. Yep. Papa Didi, can you tell the folks about the kiss of uh, Let's see here, kiss of This is uh, people that uh, showed their ass over the last uh, week or so, or week, two weeks, or what have you, that we're keeping track of them. Um, we have uh, Rudy Giuliani. He was uh, commenting on Trump's uh, hush money situation, saying, "What's the big deal? <laughs> Nobody got killed." Oh my God! What a fucking idiot he is! He's yeah. Out yes, he is. Yeah, yeah, I think Trump is gonna start saying just how idiot his team is. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's this here? Parada? Parada? Prada. Oh, Prada. Okay. Mm-hmm. What Prada shit? For displaying large uh, monkey-looking figures with uh, huge red lips, looking like uh, black, looking like blackface in New York uh, window display. Really? What is on a like a store display? They had these things that look like big blackface dolls. Oh. And after being publicly shamed, I think they moved them or removed them or something. So, so. Anyway, who else you got? You know, I, I've done. I've, I've heard some real black historians say that. Uh, Monkeys actually have thin lips like white folks, but we're not going to They do. I don't know why uh, they always Johnson do that. Johnson & uh, Johnson, for knowing that there was uh, asbestos in their talcum powder uh, for uh, decades mm-hmm. and done nothing and said nothing. And Johnson Johnson's one of the big companies that really advocated uh, slavery when it came to picking cotton years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnson Johnson was a direct descendant of the finances made from picking cotton because cotton balls was a big product. That was one of their first products made. I used to work for Johnson Johnson for temp service, and cotton balls 
was big. You know, back in the days, they sell boxes of that shit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, outgoing government, uh, outgoing governor of uh, Wisconsin, Governor Scott Walker, signed legislation to move a uh, lot of power from the office of government to legislation, which is uh, majority Republican. So people are always doing shit thinking, you know, but God bounces out of this world. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness God don't like ugly and he has his way of bouncing shit out. So people think they're doing stuff in particular. It's a bunch of crap. CBS for a secret settlement to actress, uh, what is this here? Uh, Eliza. I don't know how to pronounce Do- her name. Dutrick of $9.5 million and writing, writing and writing her off the show of Bull as she accused a co-star of harassment. Oh, wow. Yeah, is that something? Wow. I'm going to secretly give her $9.5 million. Yeah, to, to walk away so you can I'm keep Bull. Away. Because Bull is a, a real high. Bull, in fact, the character well, from Bull, yeah. Bull came out of. He was the guy that came out of uh, NCIS. Mm-hmm. He's one of the guys in there. Yeah. Right. Anyway, they want to keep that going. Um, let's see here. Whomever is uh, mailing bomb threats all around the country. Whatever that's about. Uh, yeah. All Betsy DeVos. Betsy DeVos for She's fighting and losing case. To uh, overturn an Obama-era rule that uh, to cancel $150 million in student loans for nonprofit college that uh, cheated students or closed while they were enrolled. Yeah. You know, people yeah, they, lost. So people are not even doing work. They're going to get rid of shit. at least that $150 million. Tucker Carlson, Fox News host, for saying that the uh, Im- immigration is making America dirtier. Really, give me a fucking break. You need to check yeah. your history and see where the fuck you came from. You probably came from some dirty ass sperm, you goddamn self. Okay. Anyway, uh, what's this? Jacob Anderson. Uh, oh, this is the guy that raped people and got the foreign dollar fine. Mm-hmm. As um, as my man said from uh, Thurgood Marshall said, to being white is a privilege. He is so right. Uh, Judge uh, Schuster, history of uh, lenient rules on rapists. It's not about rapists too. It's just that this judge is connected to people. Yeah, Jacob Band- if you look up, history. if you go and he check out history. Jacob Anderson, check out the Anderson he family and the history. Stroller family. They know each other, I'm sure. Okay. Kanye West for talking to a tree. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. still tripping. So He's tripping. We gonna well, do. we got something for everybody on the list. And Kiss here it is. my My ass. You can Welcome back to Pajama Party Money with Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine laughing her ass off. <laughs> it's time for the last word. Uh, what's your last word, Papa D? My last word is, like I said earlier, don't fall for the okie doke. Don't fall for the plasma stuff. Don't think that people roll, ruin. And God controls this world completely. Not the Me Too movement or anybody else. Stay objective. Stay objective. Just because you're female don't mean you got to team up with females. Men are in this world. We're here. God damn it. Love us. Like us. Enjoy us. 
We're just people. Anyway. Okay, and my last word is, uh, at some point, common sense needs to prevail. When you find yourself in a crazy situation, don't just react. Think about common sense. What would the common sense resolution be? And, And use that. Lean on it. Trust it. Common sense is a good thing. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, shout out to, uh, I forgot who I wanted to say, oh, Nancy geez. Wilson's family for their loss. And uh, over to you, Carol. Uh, my last word is, as far as the police department is concerned, every police department, they need to have, like you said, again, I'm going to play off of that, common sense and some type of uh, humanity or decency to handle certain situations. And they always go back to the same shiggity, training, training, training. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, train them properly then. Stop talking about it and be about it. Okay? Yeah. That's my last one. All right. Well, we'll do it again next Friday night. Please visit our website at apajamaparty.com. Support those who support us. DC Homegrown, our parent company. Uh, also, Radiance Designers, Purple House Books. Check them out, support them. And uh, we thank you so much for hanging out with us. Visit the archives and listen to previous episodes at apajamaparty.com. Tell a friend, share the knowledge, share the wealth. Uh, we'll be back next Friday night. Did you have something, Kel? I just want to say um, one last word. I want to. Congratulate number one author and bestseller. Check out our website and you know who it will be. Okay, you check out like Purple House Books and get the latest bestseller for your kids. Mm-hmm. The Bling Bling Bird. All you right. gotta get it, gotta get it. All right, hot All right. Press. We'll do it again next Friday night. We're out. Say goodnight, Papa. Good night, everybody. Say goodnight, Cattle. Good night. And bonsoir till next week. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night, and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Party cool, keep it real.